Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker and we appreciate you joining us today as we get set to talk about free agency and what that means for the Titans, primarily talking about players that are currently on Tennessee's roster that they will look or not look to retain moving forward. But Denard and I are going to get into all of that. But before we get going, Denard, I hear it's cold where you're at, man. How, how, how are you surviving the, uh, the winter snowpocalypse, as they'll call it down in Texas right now? You know what? I was telling someone earlier that this kind of, I don't know what to call it. It's not like a blizzard. I lived in Colorado before, and I was actually hit with a blizzard. and That was horrible. That was three days of hell. This is just kind of aggravating, you know. It, it's like a, a little twitch, you know, that you yeah. can't get rid of. But it's not as bad as it's, people are trying to make it out to be. So I'm going to look at the positive, and that is I'm going to try to make it to Thursday. And that's really what's been on my my mind is just make it to Thursday because it's supposed to go away. So, you know, I'm going to keep a positive outlook because if I get down, I'm probably just going to go to bed. Well, D, if you're stuck... This goes for everyone. If you're, if you're stuck inside, you're looking for something to do. I got a place that can hopefully help pass the time. But Believe in Titans is presented by betonline.ag. And hey, football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is at betonline.ag. D, I've had, I've had a good year so far when it comes to sports betting. But I... I got burned again when it came to NHL, and I, I don't know. I don't think I can ever forgive the city of Ottawa and Toronto, yeah. for that matter. I, I think those cities might just be dead to me. But Ottawa, if you don't know, is the worst team in the NHL. Toronto, record-wise, is the best team in the NHL. And on Monday night, Toronto was up 5-1. to one. I had puck line, which in puck line means you just got to win by two goals in hockey. Had Toronto by two. They're up 5-1 to one with a few minutes left in the second period. And Ottawa scores five straight goals, which is basically unheard of. It I, I don't know if it's like up there with the worst loss ever in Toronto history. My hockey knowledge doesn't go that far back, but it's got to be up there for one of the worst beats I've ever had. And I think I was on the show last week complaining about another bet I had with Ottawa. So I don't, I'm just going to have to leave Ottawa alone. But it doesn't matter because BetOnline's got to be covered. And I can keep going back for more action. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline has hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost anything you can imagine, and of course, the 24 online casino. Head to BetOnline at their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And so, Denard, I'll ask you in the audience at this time, do you believe? And as we jump into it, I'll, I'll go down the list real quick as far as guys that are technically free agents for the Titans. We'll, we'll do unrestricted free agents. We're looking at Jadavion Clowney, Daquan Jones, Corey Davis, Steven Goskowski, Michael Pruitt, Ty Sambrello, Jack Crawford, Will Compton, Marshall Newhouse, Nick DeZubnar, Chris Milton, Jeff Swaim, Snorris Perry, Darren Bates, Matt Overton, Ty Smith, Johnny Smith, Khalif Raymond, Jayon Brown, and Desmond King, there's a lot of guys the Titans are going to be looking to retain their services for, a lot of quality players. D, of the Titans' upcoming free agents, who are three players in your mind that the Titans definitely need to retain and sign to long-term extensions? 
Well, for me, I'm going to start with my X factor. You know, I got to start with CD, you know. Um, I know all of us have basically, we've written him off and he's basically, he's out of Nashville and he's on to New York where Daniel Jones gets to enjoy probably the next four or five years uh, working with a, uh, a player of his caliber. So they're looking for some new toys in New York. And so my first priority, if I'm a general manager, I'm looking at Corey Davis and I'm saying, you know what, when his game is on, this team is on. And I picked him earlier um, when we started this podcast, when we talked about our X factors this year, I said it would be Corey. And he was a big reason, a part of this reason that this offense finished number one uh, statistically uh, in the National Football League. He had nearly a thousand yards receiving. He would have had over a thousand, but he missed one game because of COVID. And of course, the Houston game, he, you know, he had some uh, personal issues that, you know, you really have to take into account, but he would be my first priority. Uh, I just don't believe that you can let a player of his caliber uh, let him leave Nashville uh, without trying to make a plan, you know, put together something where uh, Corey and his agent, they can work with. I think if you can give them something on paper and say, listen, yeah, we declined that fifth year option because we were trying to protect ourselves. All clubs do that. But you prove just by what you, your production on the field uh, this past year, you deserve a long-term contract. So I think CD would be my first priority, uh, getting him signed. And if you just want to know the other two, I'm going to start with Daquan. I just don't think that you can go out there in this day and age and find an interior alignment uh, right now that's playing lights out like Daquan. You know, this he's he's only 29 years old. He's only in his seventh year. So he's right now just hitting his prime. So I, I really believe if my defensive, my interior line, we, yeah, we talk a lot about the sacks, but we don't want to talk about how disruptive uh, these four. When I talk about Jeffrey, Daquan, Harold, um, well, Jadavion, when he was playing, you know, uh, he did give us some quality minutes. But. I love Daquan Jones. I think his upside is he's, he's still growing as a player, and I think he can continue to evolve into a dominating force. You know, there was many times, uh, Davey, we talked about how dominating uh, Daquan was on Sundays, and, and and I feel like this team is on the cuffs of something really big. Yeah, I know it was a uh, kind of a downer that they were, you know, ousted in the playoffs so quickly by Baltimore. But I do believe that this is a team that they're only getting better. So you got to keep the core players to, uh, together as long as you can. And then let's just be honest, you know, John Uza, you know, um, you got to think about in this league, uh, look at Tampa Bay, you know, with Steven, uh, Steven Gostowski. I'm talking about Gronk. And, I'm, I, you know, I want to I got Steven's name on the tip of my tongue, but I know. If Gostowski, I mentioned that, <laughs> no, I know, I know Gostowski. I'm saying, I know I was going to say something that was going to make you mad and it has something to do with Steven, but I said, I'm going to say that yeah, later if, in this if, podcast. If Steven's one of the top three players we need to retain. We got, we need to have a conversation <laughs> off air. <laughs> you know what? I can't stand you because I was just about to say we need to, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we, you know what? You can hate all you want to, but I'm going to put three A and three B. Janu, you need a quality tight end. 
you know, look at this past Super Bowl between Tampa Bay and you look at Kansas City. You look at Travis Kelsey and you look at uh, Gronk for Tampa and look at the roles that those two played in that game. That really was a game to me. It really was the tight ends play that really determined this past Super Bowl. So you really need that quality tight end. And I think John who we got a superstar. I think Ron and John who's got great chemistry together. And I think if, you know, if I'm this, if I'm the offensive coordinator and I'm John Robinson right now, I'm saying to myself, you know what? I need that, that punch, that punch for us, especially when we're winning big in the first part of the season was John new. He was very productive. He was the really the guy that was really carrying this offense other than Derek uh, the first part of the season until he got hurt. And we basically watched him just grow as a player. So right now I'm looking at Daquan, Corey, and John New as being my three guys that I really, what I, I like to call it, the nucleus of the team or, or our offense and, and part of our defense. We need to try to keep these guys together as long as possible because if when you start trying to get, you know, letting guys go out of the door, and I've seen this with a Tennessee team, it can lead to a downfall. I've seen it happen. You know, one or two pieces gone from a club, now you got to put in other pieces to the puzzle, and that's not that doesn't always equate into success in this league. Yeah. Uh, D, I mean, I, I like your answers. All three of those guys were – in my conversation whenever I was having that internal battle of who I'm going to put up there, I would, I would, I would actually probably have Johnny number one, just because of, I know how big of a, a factor based off the type of offense that the Titans are looking to run just a dominant tight end can provide. And so I, I would have Johnny number one on my guys. I'd want to retain Number two, I would actually have Jayon Brown up there. If you go back and look at how this defense performed with him in versus once he had that season-ending arm injury, it was pretty pretty significant, in my opinion, as far as the drop-off there at that position, that inside linebacker. And it, it it's one of those things to where he's a guy, now that he's had that injury, maybe you're able to get him at a cheaper price. And that, that might kind of help you from a, a salary cap situation. The Titans are kind of middle of the pack when you're talking about salary cap. Some guys are, some teams are in a lot worse situation. Some teams are in a much better situation. And I've kind of been going back and forth between number three, and it's, it's between Corey and Daquan. And it's pretty much, at the end of the day, it's which position do you think would be easier to replace? And and based off of, of Waddle's out there from a free agent standpoint, you're probably better off if you can get Corey just to go ahead and re-sign him over Daquan. But uh, D on Tuesday, General Manager John Robbins spoke to the media, and here's actually, I'm taking this from Jim Wyatt, but this is what Jim wrote in his column uh, talking about the highlights from that press conference. But Robinson said that he had conversations with receiver Corey Davis and tight end Johnny Smith at the end of the season. Davis and Smith are scheduled to become free agents in March. John Robinson, quote, I am proud of both of those guys. I had the same conversation at the end of the season with those guys that I had with Jack Conklin a year ago. I was like, you've done everything we have asked of you here, and we're going to be competitive in trying to keep you. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to, ha you're going to have a decision to make if you have suitors with other teams 
We'll see what we can figure out. But at the end of the day, if they choose to capitalize on free agency in the market, I wish them nothing but the best. They have done everything we have asked them to do. And whenever it comes to just talking about more so that receiver position, because, I mean, John, who is he's like a big receiver, as fast as that guy is for a tight end. But he said, Robinson said, he was asked about the importance of adding speed at the receiver position and whether it'll be a priority this offseason. Here's what general manager John Robinson said. I think the priority at that position is to get open and catch the football and then run with it after you catch it. There's a lot of fast guys in this league that can't catch, a lot of fast guys that can't get open. We want guys that can get open, catch the football, run with it after they catch it. And one more of the unsung jobs is their ability to block uh, with a run-dominant, this is me paraphrasing, but with a run-dominant team, obviously the ability to block is a huge added bonus. And that is something that I thought Corey Davis and Johnny Smith did a very good job at, uh, Corey in particular. I thought people often overlooked how good of a blocking receiver he was. And that's something that's hard to find because if you look at his size and what the Titans would have at receiver if they were to let Corey go and just having AJ, like they kind of drop off in the size department whenever you're looking at some very consistent threats. And I mean, John Robinson is kind of, I know that was kind of football talk about how we want guys that can get open and catch the ball when he's drafted players before though. That's kind of the production he's gone for. He looks for guys that have just been able to consistently load up on a ton of receptions. And once they do get in space, can they do something with it? It's not necessarily been the, oh, does this guy have the fastest 40? How does he stack up on just the physical attributes? But it's what does he do once he has the ball and he's trying to make a move afterwards? So it is definitely something to where, as general manager John Robinson said, he's, they're going to make a play. I just don't know at the end of the day what the salary cap situation is going to look like, what, that guy, what those guys market will end up getting up to because I don't think there are a lot of good receivers or tight ends that are really going to be hitting the market. And so those guys might be high priority. And some teams might come and try to overpay. So we'll see if the guys are chasing the money or if they're looking more for money at the end of the day, but also a team that is competitive and has a chance to win now. Uh, because, it, I mean, there are a lot of guys that they understand that after your rookie contract, that's when you got to capitalize and, and go get the bank. Shot if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works in this league is to be at the right place at the right, the right time. And that's what <clears throat> about what free agency is about, as well as the draft. I mean, that's why they, it's like Eric Davis, Eric Davis, ED, one of my old teammates who used to play for the 49ers, and he's a great broadcaster. He was doing a lot of the um, Carolina Panthers games, and and he said it best. That's why they have a draft every year to replace guys. You know, that's the purpose of the draft. And th- there's going to be some what I like to call dime pieces. I think this year there's a lot of quality receivers in this in this draft. And I love you like a stepbrother, but I disagree with you on this because we're not just talking about Devontae Smith. I mean, we can include a lot of guys like Jamar Chase and J- Jalen Waddle. You know those guys or Amon St. Brown, who I'm really big, big on at USC. Not to mention my man down at LSU, Terrence Mitchell Jr., you know, he's a he's built just like Corey, about six foot three, over 200 pounds. He's not a, a burner, but you don't need a burner. Just, just to clarify, Denard, I was just strictly speaking free agency receivers. I, I oh. do agree with you that this yeah. draft is very wide receiver friendly. If you're looking and to go and get a guy. And, and, you know, earlier when you was talking about, you know, guys chasing money, you know, it's not that they're really chasing money. It's the fact that they know that 
typically the way it works in free agency is you might get one shot. Okay. And that's just the way it works. And there's, I don't, I can't recall when a guy, you know, have said or, or basically has shown uh, loyalty in the fact that he's going to say, I'm going to stay with one or one organization, even though they're going to pay me uh, $8 million less. <laughs> it just don't work that way. No, you not, know? not, not at that. Know, not in this day. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying, but what I'm just trying to tell you, I'm just trying to, kind of convey to you and the audience is this is that a guy once told me a long time ago and it was Blaine Bishop and he says listen Denard uh, sometimes you have to leave you know unfortunately a bird can't stay in the same nest his whole life at some point it has to fly away and if you feel like there's a better opportunity for you somewhere else then that's where you got to go and for Corey he's in a great situation I mean there's not a lot of there's not a lot of guys, unfortunately, that play this game that, you know, you know, has had the kind of uh, production um, going into free agency like what we witnessed in Corey. That's when you got to hit it, Davey. Yeah. That's when you got to go get it. And so when you in when you have that opportunity um, to get paid, uh, sometimes you got to go. And I think what John Robinson basically is saying, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to pitch uh, an offer out there. But we know that there's going to be 31 other teams or probably out of the 32 teams in the league. There's probably going to be 10 teams that basically are saying, listen, hey, we got a lot of money to spend this year. You know, unfortunately, Tennessee being in the middle of that cap, it all comes down at the end of the day. Who's got the dough and who doesn't? That's really what it boils down to. Denard, I have a, a question for you I want to ask here in a second. But first, I'd like to take a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay. Whether rare, dead stock, or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go. Cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity and it also protects sellers with a verified return process and for sneaker sellers out there ebay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers hundred dollars plus making it free to sell or flip your collection so go to ebay.com sneakers today ebay the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection i want to go check me out some new shoes d but hey the question I had to ask, and this is just something that a lot of people get frustrated when this is brought up, but from your standpoint, whenever you were talking with your agent, when you were talking about potential destinations, obviously there are a lot of factors that go into that, but how much of a factor or how much did your agent bring up the idea of playing in a state that had an income tax versus didn't have an income tax? Was that a conversation that was ever really had? No, not back then, but now you do have to take that in consideration. I was talking to a good buddy of mine and a mentor, David Brody, earlier about that. And we were talking about when I used to live in California. And sometimes as players, we don't think about that. You know, for some reason, we just think about the guaranteed money, but we're not thinking how much of that's going to get taxed. The greatest thing about living in Texas, there's no state income tax. It's the same for Tennessee. Exactly. So if I'm a free agent, you know, people, you know, I'm glad you asked that. They don't really think about that. And then he, we was talking about like living in California. <laughs> we take a chalk, almost 60%, you know, and I, was, 
Exactly. And I'm thinking, you know what? I wish I would have had that conversation years ago before, you know, and I was lucky, you know, because I went to Denver. Um, but you don't think about little things like that that can add up to such. That's huge. I mean, mm -hmm. think about it. That's the last thing that most guys are actually thinking about is how much are they going to tax this? Because we know that the more you make, the more that they take. But that is huge. And so that might play a pivotal role um, in a guy making a decision. Hey, do I go to the do I do I go to Tennessee? Do I go to the Texans, even though they're not that good? Or do I go to the Raiders where I sign a 70 year deal? You know, that's a lot that, you know, you need to really take in consideration because a lot of times we don't think about that. You know, we just think about the guaranteed money, not thinking, my gosh, you know, if I go out here to San Francisco and play for the 49ers, you know, shoot, half of what I'm making, they're going to end up taking. Yeah. You know, and that, that's I'm glad you asked that. And that's something that a lot of young players um, today and, and agents, they really need to discuss that because I would. I don't recall um, having a conversation with my agent about, you know, this is how much it's going to be taken out of uh, what you're going to make out of what you get that first two or three years of that contract. Yeah. I mean, it's just a whole, there are a lot of factors for where you go to play. Like obviously with Los Angeles, oh. I mean, the, the income tax there is high, but if you're looking to kind of brand yourself more and be in a market to where right. you have an opportunity from a, the entertainment side outside of football, like, yeah, that's probably a better place to be. I remember, I mean, it made sense back in the day, but one of the bigger issues was whenever Shaquille O'Neal was leaving the Lakers to, or leaving the Magic to go to the right. Lakers. I, I can't remember who the GM was for the Magic, but uh, when Shaq's agent came back and said, is that the best you'll do? And I remember the GM for the Magic was like, we matched your offer for where he's going in California. He's going to make more money here in Florida. Right. Playing for for Orlando, and but I mean, at the end of the day, Shaq's like, I got the opportunity to go play for the Lakers, one of the most historical historic franchises in the NBA, and obviously, Shaq has made a name for himself outside of just sports. Whenever it comes to his now, obviously, he's using what he built up while playing basketball. But I mean, if you watch TV, it's hard to go an entire set of commercials now without seeing Shaquille O'Neal's right. face. So he build his brand, yeah, and and so it's just it's one of those things to where. There are so many different factors that players have to take yeah. into account. And I mean, for some, if they like living in Nashville, it's a it's a great area to raise a family. Like that's another great. thing. Great. It's awesome. I yeah. love Nashville. I'd rather live in Nashville than live in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. So there's just, I mean, there's just so many different factors. And the other question I had from a, a defensive side of thing defensive side of things, do you see the Titans? Obviously it'd have to come down on his asking price, but it's like Jadavion Clowney is—is is there a chance that the Titans and him? No, the deal? Nope. absolutely no, no, no. <laughs> Just no. asking the question. You know what? It's a great question. You know what? But I alluded to in our last podcast that it was an experiment because we talked about this all summer about the siding of a Jadavion Clowney. That's all we kept talking about is bringing in Jadavion. And you know what? I was thinking about that early, and I was saying to myself, if you think about Jadavion, and then think about Beasley. Think about how much we paid those two guys this past year. A lot. A lot. <laughs> Guess what that goes against? The cap. <laughs> That's not good. 
So when you, you got to, let, let me just say, I'll, I'll tell people like this. No, look at me. Okay, free agency is like this. Okay, once we're out that rookie deal, that rookie deal is gone. Now this is when you start making them big dollars. Okay, so the more you make, the more is required in this league. That's just the way it works. It is a business generated on performance. Okay, so for a lot of us, if you go in and you sign a, a big contract and you have a bad year, we've we watched a lot of guys walk out of that door after a year after getting a lot of money. I mean, let's just look at Le'Veon Bell. They ran him right out of New York. He got paid, but you saw what happened this past year. They got him out of there. Now he's in Kansas City, and he's what, the, the second back or the second or third string back now? Yeah. That, see, that's the way it works in this league. It's all about production. If you're at the right place at the right time, if you hit it, you're good. And that's why signing bonuses are so essential because typically that's really all you get. You know, I was fortunate enough to play at Denver. And I signed a six-year contract. But I I only saw two years of that, Davey, and I was very productive. But that's just the way it works because now you start signing not just, you know, $500,000. That's a lot of money. But when you start talking about you signing four, five, six million dollars a year, then you got to understand how much that count against your cap. Okay. So the more you make, the more is required. Now, if you're not basically pulling your weight, you're out of the door because the club is basically saying, Hey, I need to go to the draft. Or I need to go out and get another free agent. But that's why with the Jadavion experiment, it just didn't work. Tennessee, they don't have another $15 million uh, to go sign another guy like him. That's just not the way it's going to cut. It's just like with Cam Newton. They, they brought him into New England. Okay, They basically gave him a one-year deal, uh, just a little bit over a million dollars, and they put a lot of incentives in there in that contract. So he could have made up to, I don't know, three or $4 million. But they made sure that, you know, a guy coming off of a surgically repaired uh, that arm, that throwing arm, they made sure they covered themselves as well. Now, when you look at it, you know, New England had a bad year and Cam probably had one of the worst years of his career. But do you think he's going to be back in New England? I don't you know that. Exactly. That'll be interesting uh, what they decide to do there. I, I did hear that there's a possibility that Marcus Mariota gets traded to the Patriots. So That'd be good. Former Titans fans, yeah, or I mean I Titans fans, the former Titan might be up there in New England with uh, Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick. We'll, ah, we'll have great. to watch. I don't know. There's a lot, a lot of possibilities whenever it relates to that. I only brought up Jadavion Clowney, Denard, because John Robinson was kind of asked about him, and he said he flashed before his his knee injury. Obviously, that did not account to any sacks, but I didn't know what the level of value that they would see in bringing back Jadavion Clowney and what his market is even going to be because he was trying to, I want to say he, Jadavion Clowney was trying to risk it all in a year to get that next big contract because he was wanting upwards of around $20 million a year initially yeah. before his free agent period began last season. And obviously it didn't come close to that. But, I mean, would an incentive-laden contract be something worth going for with him? Would he even be willing to do it? There's just a lot of a lot of situations that could play out. But one thing we all know, and John Robinson even mentioned, is that we have to be better at getting to the quarterback and having that edge presence on the defensive side of the ball because it was it was bad last year. So I don't know. That's probably the big storyline for this coming off season and going into next year is how what's that next step for the Titans defense? I mean, we kind of know that this offense can be special, but 
the defense just has to be better. And so how do they look to do that through free agency? And who are some of the guys that they're just wanting to bring back? D, before we get out of there, are there any other notes as it relates to current players on the Titans roster that are free a- going to be free agents that you wanted to address? Well, not really, um, because to me, I don't really – I'm not really looking into free agency right now. We'll get probably in March, and that's when a lot of guys – I like to call it the Black Sunday. That's like the most dreaded time for a, a veteran – especially when you know you're a player like Drew Brees. We don't know if he's going to retire. Well, I, I will say on his note, the fact that it looks as though they're dropping his salary down to the veteran right. minimum. What a million. <laughs> yeah, that's kind, of a, that's kind of a nice way to say uh, thank you for your services. Uh, goodbye. But, you know, once again, I mean, that's just the way it works. It, it, it doesn't matter. We all will find that door. If we're fortunate, we, we find that door, we get to go in. Then we also will have to find it coming. You know, we got to go out at some point. And, uh, you know, my my whole thing is I I just I look at what I call Black Sunday in March. And that's when they start releasing a lot of the key free agents. It's a kind of a not a sad time. I like to call it. That's just the way the National Football League works. And when you start to see that Black Sunday in March, that will kind of give you kind of an indicator like as to what's about to happen in free agency, because you'll start seeing teams sign a lot of those key free agents that will be released. That happens every year. A lot of people watch it just to see who's going to be be released, then watch just to see who they're going to sign with. But once again, and that's right around the time you have the draft coming up in April. So again, there's going to be a lot going on. March will kind of be an indicator to everybody about possibly who will end up in Nashville. Um, I'm telling you right now, my favorite player, Ron Kerrigan, uh, he's a beast. So watch out. He could be coming to Nashville. Yeah, and we can definitely, I mean, we, we've kind of talked free agency, but we haven't had an opportunity to talk about some guys from other teams that we would really like. So that's yeah. definitely a conversation that I will have in the weeks to come as far as looking at some other guys that are about to be released from their current spot and if that is a potential for them to come to Tennessee. Because there's a lot of guys out there, i got to start doing more research because it is going to be an active off season, and I'm I'm really excited to see how things unfold. And I like the like I said it before, the draft for me is like Christmas Day. I'm always anxious to see what happens there. Will the Titans look to trade around? Where are they going? Hopefully, it's edge rusher. I think that's the one thing I've been consistent on is like they got to they got to address that issue more than any other position on the team. But D, man, I don't know. It's uh. It's going to get here before we know it, but yeah. I hope that you're able to stay warm. I will, but we'll be here to do it again next week. But for Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.